Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in High Fidelity. Good afternoon, everyone. My name's Evangelist Lacey K. Green. Let me tell you about my Jesus. He can be your Jesus, too. My heart's desire is that he becomes your Jesus, that he becomes your reality, that he becomes your Lord and Savior, your life, your heartbeat, your everything. He's been mine since I was three years old, and I'm 65. And he is everything to me. When I slip and fall, and I realize it, it breaks my heart, and I go running to him. And I cry out, Abba, Father. And he holds me, and he pulls me up in his lap, and he says, It's okay, my child. I see you. I forgive you. And that's the end of that. Because he knows. He knows me. He knows me. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made in his image. You see, the scriptures plainly say no one can snatch me out of his hand, for he has a picture of me in the palm of his hand. He knows that when I slip and fall, I'm going to repent and do my very best to behave myself and not do that again. He knows I'm weak. I'm just a woman made out of flesh and blood. And he knows when I'm going to stumble and fall. And he knows exactly what, when, where, and how. He knows. He knows it all. He knows when I'm going to repent. He knows all about it. But he loves me with a love so pure and kind and sweet and gentle. He does indeed. And he knows you the same way. If you are a child of God and you slip and fall, you just ask him to forgive you and watch what happens. Watch his mighty hand. If you've never received him as your Lord and Savior, today is your day if you are willing to give it all up to Jesus Christ. We'll talk about that again in a few minutes. You just think about it. You are here by God's design. It's not a coincidence and it's not a mistake. You stay with me for the next few minutes and you listen, will you? God sent you here. Be patient and kind and loving. Hear him out. He is calling you. You're not calling him. He has chosen you. For just such a time as this. To God be the glory. Peace be unto you. Shalom peace. Only the peace that God can give. Only his gracious and adoring peace. In the glorious name of Yeshua, Jesus Christ the Messiah. Welcome this day. May the 14th. The year of our Lord and Savior, 2018. God bless you. Father God, we praise you and we honor you and we adore you. You are the King of kings and you are the Lord of lords. 
May the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. You and you alone are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We submit this time we have together, the reading of your word, the praising of you, to you alone. We plead the blood of Jesus over the chat room, the phone lines, all phone lines, my personal line, these folks listening's personal lines, and a line between me and Blog Talk Radio and all their equipment and my equipment and everyone's equipment. We glorify you and you alone. Father God, we ask that folks be healed from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet. In the glorious name of Yeshua, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Prince of Peace, Jehovah Rapha, the healer, the only true and living healer. Yes, you use physicians. Yes, you use medication. And we praise you for these anointed ones. Yes, Lord, we do. In Jesus' name, as we go into the reading of the word and various other things, we honor you and glorify you. And you alone get glory, 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 your majesty, your majesty. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I found something I wanted to read to you today. In this little book I read often and enjoy, it's called Proverbs for Everyday Living, Words of Comfort, Guidance, and Peace. I don't even remember where I got this little book. Occasionally I'll read something to y'all from this, but I sure enjoy it. This particular little story um, I thought was real sweet, and I wanted to read it to you today. To God be the glory in Jesus' name. It comes from the text that they're using is Proverbs 15.4. Father God, we praise you for this. We thank you. May it bless those who hear it. May they take it and share it as they go through their walk. The antique store was beautifully decorated, but surprisingly quiet. Amanda browsed through the shop and stopped to look at an old oak wardrobe. Are you looking for something particular today, asked the shop owner. Amanda turned around and responded, No, no, I'm just enjoying this nice day and admiring your beautiful antiques. How's business been? She asks. The shop owner shook his head and said, It can't get much worse. It seems that business has been bad for everyone lately. The subtitle is Words cost you nothing to give, but it's priceless to the receiver. Author unknown. Amanda laughed. That bad, huh? Well, it can't be for the lack of trying. You have the best-looking shop on Main Street. Your window displays are beautiful. They caught my eye from across the street. I also like how you have ranged your shop. It's very cozy and inviting. 
you did you hire a professional to decorate your shop? The shopkeeper perked up and smiled. I did it myself. Words are important. The things you say can inspire, encourage, and uplift. They can be agents for harm or agents for healing. Speaking encouraging words doesn't take much effort, but it does take conscious decision. Your choice to speak kind words will cause positive seeds to, to, of hope to, to be sown in lives of others. Just like small seeds can grow into tall trees, those few kind words can provide shelter for someone in the midst of a storm. Great little story, huh? Try this. Make an effort to listen to yourself. With a friend's approval, tape recorder, you tape record yourself in an ordinary conversation. Later, analyze the words that you chose and the way in which you used them. Be assure be be aware of anything that you could be interpreted as offensive and make conscious changes to speak encouraging words. Proverbs twelve twenty five says, Be anxious an anxious heart weighs a man down, but a kind word cheers him up. Correction does much does much, but encouragement does more. Encouragement after uh, after censor is an is sun forever shower. Joanne Wolfgang Van Gogh. A person's words can be a source of wisdom, deep in the uh, as an ocean, fresh as a flowing stream. Proverbs eighteen four. I hope you were blessed by that. Like I said, I like to read from time to time from this little book. To God be the glory. Father God, I pray for encouragement on my listeners every day when their feet hit the floor. I pray, Father God, that the sun, S-O-N, shines in their heart. They walk in joy and peace and encouragement all the days of their life. I pray that they encourage people and bless people in their walk with the Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you, one and all. Brethren and men and brethren, if you have any word of exhortation for the people, say on. Men and brethren, sons of the family of Abraham, and those among you who fear God, to you the word of salvation has been sent. Acts 13:26. God bless. I'll look forward to continuing with you in the book of Acts. Praise the Lord. Amen and amen. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray for little children. Children of, oh, children, oh, folks and nations. Praise the Lord all the time. The short pitch was, to those who fear God, salvation has, has been sent. Amen. And amen. This morning, I was blessed to stop and watch a very historical event. The U.S. Embassy was moved to Jerusalem.
May the 14th, the year of our Lord, 2018. And if you watched it on TV, you were informed that on May the 14th, 70 years ago, Israel became a sovereign nation again. Bless the Lord, all our souls, let everything within us praise him. This is also fulfillment of prophecy, recognizing Israel, recognizing Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. It was very historical, very important, and wow, overwhelming if you know the word. Praise God. Praise God. Watch. Children of God, look up for our redemption is drawing nigh. Amen. God bless us. God bless President of the United States and the world leaders. Amen. Okay. I want to acknowledge in Blog Talk Radio, the country's uh, that have been listening to this show, USA, United Kingdom, India, Australia, and Vietnam. In my website, LaceyKMinistries.org, the unknown category, USA, China, Germany, Great Britain, Switzerland, United Arab, I mean, um, Saudi Arabia, excuse me, Russia, South Africa, Canada, and Vietnam. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. This is God's business. This is God's doing, not mine. He told me, if you be faithful, I'll be faithful. And I've been faithful as best as my little littleness can be. I praise you, God, and I honor you. I give you all the glory and I give you all the praise. It is not any goodness in me. It's the goodness of our Savior and our King. The goodness of our Savior and our King. What God has put together, no man can pull apart. The enemy can get in and he can mess it up. But God is the ultimate judge of everything. He is, folks. He is. Man can sit on his great white throne and judge, but God has the final say-so. He says what is and what isn't. And man can get in and mess it up. When he says the final thing, the judgment will come on who is right and who is wrong. God's word never, no, never returns void. What we say and what he says are two different things. Remember that. When man comes against you and he tries to rush in like a flood, the ultimate decision and the ultimate outcome, they can shut you down, but he roars like a lion. The lion of Judea will always come through. Always. Because his word never, no, never returns void. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay, go with me as the Lord wills, and you know that's what I preach. 
to Acts chapter 13. And I have repeatedly tried to preach Acts chapter 13. We have tried and tried and tried to get there, haven't we? But the enemy has brought in many a stumbling blocks, but God is in control. Praise the name of the Lord. The Lord rebuked you, Satan, and I resist you, and God is on the throne, and he is in control. Amen. Acts chapter 16. Now, in the church that was at Antioch, there were certain prophets and teachers, Barnabas and Simon, who was called Niger, Lucius, a siren, Manna, who had been brought up with Herod and Tectarch and Saul, Herod the Tectarch and Saul. As they ministered to the, to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, Now separate me to Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then having fasted and prayed and laid hands on them, they sent them away. So, so being sent by the Holy Spirit, they went down to Cilicia, and from there they sailed to Cyprus. And when they had arrived in Salamis, they preached the word of God in the synagogues of the Jews. They also had John as their assistant. Now when they had gone through the island of Papahos, they arrived, they found a certain sorcerer, a false prophet, a Jew whose name was Bar-Jesus, who was with the proconsul Sergius, Paulus, an intelligent man, this man was this man was called this man called for Barnabas and Saul and sought to hear the word of God. Hmm. But Lamas Elamas, the sorcerer, or so his name was translated, withstood them, seeking to turn the proconsul away from the faith. Then Saul, who also is called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked intently at him and said, O fool of all deceit and all fraud. That's a sorcerer, a fortune teller, a witch. He was a warlock. Anyone who dabbles in any form of witchcraft, whether it be a tarot card reader a fortune teller, a zodiac reader, any of that stuff. That's what he's talking about. Is a witch, a sorcerer. Then Saul, who was also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked intently at him and said, O fool, O fool of deceit and all fraud, you son of the devil, because that's exactly what they are. You enemy of all righteousness, you will not cease perverting the straight ways of the Lord. Let's read that again. If any of you dabble in any form of tea leaf reading, tarot card reading, the zodiac 
horoscopes, any of that stuff, you are dabbling in witchcraft. O full of deceit and all fraud, you son of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness, you you will not cease from perverting the straight ways of the Lord. And indeed and now indeed the hand of the Lord is upon you and you shall be blind, not seeing the sun for a time he struck him blind. And immediately a dark mist fell on him and went around seeking someone to lead him by the hand. God doesn't like it and he deals severely. Then the proconsul believed and when he saw what had been done, being astonished at the teaching of the Lord, now when Paul and his party set a sail to Pappas, They came to Perga in Pamphylia, and John, departing from them, returned to Jerusalem. But when they had departed from Perga, they came to Antioch in Pisidia and went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and sat down. And after the reading of the law and the prophets, the rulers of the synagogue sent to them saying, Men and brethren, if you have any word of exhortation for the people, say on. Then Paul stood up and, motioning with his hand, said, Men of of Israel and you who fear God, listen. The God of this people, Israel, chose our fathers and exalted the people when they dwelled as strangers in the land of Egypt, and with the uplifted arm, he sought them out of it. Now for a time of 40 years, he put up with their ways in the wilderness. He sure did, didn't he? And when he had destroyed seven nations of the land of Canaan, he distributed their land to them by allotment. After that, he gave them judges for about 450 years until Samuel the prophet. And afterward, they asked him for a king. So he gave them Saul, the son of Kish, a man of the tribe of Benjamin for 40 years. Well, watch out when you ask for a king. You're going to get one. Be careful what you ask for. And when he had removed him, he raised up for him David as king to whom also he gave testimony and said I have found David the son of Jesse a man after my own heart who will do all my will Mm -hmm. and from this man's seed according to the promise God raised up for Israel a savior Jesus And after John had first preached before his coming the baptism of repentance to all the people of Israel. And as John was finishing this course, his course, he said, Who do you think I am? I am not he, but behold, there comes one, capital one, after me, the sandals of whose feet I am not worthy to loose. Men and brethren, sons of the family of Abraham, and those who you fear, God, to you the word of salvation has been 
sent. For those who dwell in Jerusalem and their rulers, because they did not know him, or even the voices of the prophets which are read every Sabbath, have fulfilled them in condemning him. Wow. Now when they had fulfilled all the all that was written concerning him they took him down from the tree and led him in the and laid him in the tomb but god raised him from the dead as he was seen for many days in those who came up from him from galilee to jerusalem who are the witnesses in the who are his witnesses in the people and he declared to you good tidings and promise which was made to the fathers. God has fulfilled this for us, their children, in that he raised up Jesus, as it is also written in the second psalm. You are my son, today I have begotten you. And he raised him up from the dead, and no more to return to corruption. He has spoken thus. I will give you the sure mercies of David, the blessings. Therefore, you will also. Therefore, he also says to an, in another psalm, "You will not, you will not allow your holy one to see corruption." Wow! For David, after he had served his own generation by the will of God, fell asleep and was buried with his fathers and saw corruption, underwent decay. But but he whom God raised up saw no corruption. Therefore, let it be known to you, brethren, that through this man is preached to you forgiveness of sins. And by him everyone who believes is justified from all things from which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. Beware, therefore, lest what has been spoken in the prophets came upon you. Behold, you despisers, marvel and perish. For I work the work in your days, I work with a work which you will by no means believe, though one were to declare it to you. And when the Jews went out of the synagogue, the Gentiles begged that these words might be preached to them the next Sabbath. And when the and when the creation had spoke, had broken up, when the congregation, excuse me, had broken up, many of the Jews and devout proselytes followed. Paul and Barnabas, who speaking to them, persecuted them, to con- persuaded them to um, continue in the grace of God. I got new glasses, and boy, I'm telling you, I got to get adjusted. And the next Sabbath, almost the whole city came together to hear the word of God. Boy, I would love to be there. But when the Jews saw the multitudes, they were filled with envy. Let's read that again. But when the Jews saw the multitudes, they were filled with envy and contradicting and blaspheming. They opposed the things spoken by Paul. Then Paul and Barnabas grew bold 
and said, It is necessary that the word of God should be spoken to you first. But since you rejected it and judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life, behold, we turn to the Gentiles. For so the Lord has commanded us, I have set you to be a light to the Gentiles, that you should be for salvation for the ends of the earth. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Now, when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified the word of the Lord, and as many as had been appointed to eternal life believed. The Lord always says to me, and I get to praise God, and as many as believed were added to the church daily. I love that statement. And the word of the Lord was being spread throughout all the region. But the Jews stirred up the devout and prominent women and the chief men of the city, raised up persecution against Paul and Barnabas, and expelled them from their region. Boy, I know that's right. But they shook off the dust from their feet against them and came to Ichum. And the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. Father, I thank you for the reading of this word and the blessings, Father God, that came out through the ministry of Paul and Barnabas. Thank you, Father, that you gave the word to the Gentiles of the world. Thank you for such great and marvelous salvation. In Jesus' glorious name we pray, amen. Acts chapter 14. I think we will have enough time to get into 14. Yes, indeed, we'll get through 14. Now it happened in Ichum that they went together to the synagogue of the Jews and so spoke that a great multitude of both Jews and Greeks believed, Jews and Gentiles believed. Praise God. But the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and poisoned their minds against the brethren. Therefore they stayed there a long time, speaking boldly in the Lord, who was bearing witness to the word of of grace, granting signs and wonders to be done by their hands. But the multitude of the city was divided, parted sides and with the Jews, and parted with the and parted with the apostles. And when the violent attempt was made by both Jews and Gentile, by Gentiles and Jews with their rulers to abuse and stone them, they became aware of it. They became aware of it and fled to Lystra and Debris, Debris, cities of Lysaconia, to the surrounding air region. And they were preaching the gospel there. And Lystra, a certain man without strength in his feet was sitting a cripple from his mother's womb who had never walked. This man heard Paul speaking, Paul observing him intently and seeing that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, Stand up straight on your feet. And he, le- and he leaped up and walked. Now when the people saw that Paul had done what 
what Paul had done. They praised, they raised their voices saying in, in the Lysiconian language, the gods have come down to us in the likeness of men. And Barnabas, they called Esus, and Paul Hermans, because he was the chief speaker. It, or Jupiter and Mercury, they called them Greek gods. Then the priest of Esus, whose temple is in front of their city, brought oxen and garlands to the gates, intending to sacrifice with the multitudes. Uh-oh, wrong. For, okay, I lost my place here. Sacrifice with the multitudes. Okay. Skipped a page here, folks. Got to give me a minute. But when the apostles Barnabas and, and Paul heard this, they tore their clothes. Boy, were they upset. I would have been too. And ran among the multitudes crying out, saying, Men, why are you doing these things? We are also men in the same nature as you and preach to you that you should turn away from these vain things to the living God who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all the things that are in them, who are who in bygone generations allowed all nations to walk in their own ways. Nevertheless, he did not leave himself without witness in that he did not, in that he did good he did good, gave us rain from heaven and fruitful seasons, live, filling our hearts with with food and gladness. And with these sayings, they could scarcely restrain the multitudes from sacrificing to them. Oh, boy, I bet that was upsetting. Then the Jews in, from Antioch and Ichum came there, and having persuaded the multitudes, they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, uh, supposing him to be dead. However, when the disciples gathered around him, he rose up and went to the city, and the next day he departed with Barnabas to Debrai. And, and, when they, when, and when they preached the gospel to the city and made many disciples, they turned to Lystra, Ichum, and Antioch, strengthening the souls of the disciples, exhorting them to continue in the faith and saying, We must... We must, through many tribulations, enter the kingdom of God. In other words, we're going to have trials and tribulations, he's saying. So when they had appointed elders in every church and prayed with fasting, they commanded them to commended them to the Lord in whom they had believed. And after they had passed through Pisidia, they came to Pamphylia. And when they had preached the word in Perga, Perga, they went on to Attilia, and from there they sailed to Antioch, where they had been commanded, commended to the grace of God for the work which they had completed. And when they had had come together, the church together, the church together, they reported all that God had done with them, and that they had opened the door of faith to the Gentiles. So they stayed there a long time with the disciples. Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. We are going to stop on chapter 15 because we don't have enough time to complete the whole thing. And it looks just marvelous. Just absolutely 100% marvelous. I'm thoroughly enjoying study of the book of Acts. 
So Acts chapter 15 will be our next time on May the 22nd. May the 22nd. Monday, May the 22nd, as the Lord wills. Okay? As the Lord wills. The Lord wills. May the 22nd, we begin on chapter 15. As the Lord wills. Hallelujah. Praise God for your written and your living word. Amen. How exciting. How absolutely exciting. Very rarely, and I try, try, I struggle and try to make absolute sure that I don't end a broadcast, my Monday broadcast or my Thursday broadcast, without extending to you the invitation of our Lord Jesus Christ. I do my very best not to miss that golden opportunity. My name is Evangelist Lacey K. Green. You can reach me at www.lacykministries.org. Send me an email. Or you can reach me at lacykministries at gmail.com. If you, if you get a hold of me at lacykministries gmail.com, preface at the very beginning that you heard me on Blog Talk Radio because I'm liable to delete you because I think it's spam. Make sure that you make a special note at the top that you heard me on Blog Talk Radio, or I will automatically think that you are spam. Okay? The invitation is yours. The invitation is yours. The Lord sent me a beautiful, beautiful invitation one time. And I I wrote it down exactly how he gave it to me many, many years ago. I extend this invitation to you on Blog Talk Radio. I give it from the pulpit when I'm in the pulpit, everywhere I go, as the Lord wills. I extend it to you today. I will read it to you. And then we will go over it together slowly. Put this in your heart and in your mind. If you are called to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, say it with me. After I read it to you, you will have it in your mind, and then we'll go back and say it slowly. And then you go somewhere and get baptized for the remission of sins, fully immersed, not sprinkled on, not dabbled on, not dripped on, fully immersed. Jesus did. Don't you want to be like Jesus? The eunuch did from the chariot. The examples are overwhelming. In John chapter 3, Nicodemus asked Jesus about it. Read it, John chapter 3. First Peter chapter 3, verse 21. Baptism saves us. Acts chapter 4, 5 and following. Listen to it. Read it. Study it. I believe... I am saved, I believe, I receive, I am saved. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He was crucified on the cross at Calvary, rose again after three days. I ask him to come into my heart 
into my life. Forgive me of all my sins, remembering them no more. I live my life for you, Jesus. Thank you for being my Savior, my healer, my comforter, my deliverer, and my best friend. Now let's say it together. I believe. I receive. I'm saved. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He was crucified on the cross of Calvary, rose again after three days. I ask him to come into my heart and into my life. Forgive me of all my sins. Remembering them no more. I'll live my life for you, Jesus. Thank you for being my Savior, my healer, my comforter, my deliverer, and my best friend. Now remember, you must be born again. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 21. Baptism now saves us. John chapter 3. Read these things I'm telling you about. Acts 4, chapter 5. Acts 4, verse 5 through 12. Read them all. Read all the accounts of baptism. In Jesus' name, amen. It's been an honor and a privilege to be with you this day. I hope that you come again on next Monday, May the 22nd, 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, USA. And then again, Thursday, May the 26th, 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, USA. All according to the will of our Lord and Savior. Amen. Thank you for being with me today. Bio Candias, God bless you, go with God. Pray for your enemies, don't curse them. Pray for them and watch the Lord do a mighty work in their life. Pray for your families. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. Peace be within your walls. Prosperity within your palaces. Pray for this evangelist. See what the Lord has for her in this new time and new season in her life. Thank you. Until we meet again, God bless you, one and all. Go with God. Be a shining light. Don't just say it, do it. Bless the poor. Take care of them, the sick and the needy, in Jesus' name. Until we meet again, God bless you, one and all.